Hello and thanks for joining us on Banking Remix. I'm Katie Janos-Small, the CEO and editor of Upana. Today's a very special edition of the podcast because this is our Christmas special. As we wrap up the year and get ready for the holidays, it's the time of year that talk starts flying around about wish lists. All I want for Christmas is you. You've probably heard the song already this year. All I want for Christmas is Lego, a doll, the latest perfume, some clothes. But what about the financial services industry? That's what we're here to talk about on this podcast. And today I'm here with Jorge Sanchez Barcelo. Jorge is very trans head of marketing and communications. And we're going to talk about what should be on banks wish lists for the next year. Jorge, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Katie. I'm happy to be on this Christmas edition. Jorge, this is not an easy question, but what do you think should be on banks' wish lists this year? Well, yes, it's a tough one. I believe banks should be focusing on their customer experience and making it as simple as it gets. So, in order to do so, they should take into special consideration three solutions, only three solutions that can help them out in their path to digital transformation while succeeding in the UX field. First, wallets. It's important. Digital onboarding and tokenization. Wallets, digital onboarding and tokenization. Can you tell us a little more about those and and why they're so important? Absolutely. First, some banks cannot ignore this. The growth that wallets have had in the past two years with the lockdowns and social distancing, digital payments and wallets are no longer a nice to have. They are now mandatory. More than 50% of the bank adult population of four European and seven Latin American countries affirm that they have reduced their use of cash or directly, imagine this, directly abandoned that, that form of payment during 2020. And we can only assume that this number grew even more in 2021. And that's why financial institutions should be ready to provide their customers with the best possible experience in their digital channels. Being outdated and left behind will have a huge consequence in their businesses. We are not only talking about a world-class UX, but banks should also offer invisible payments, personal finance management tools, and always be ahead in addressing their clients' needs. This leads me to the second item on the list, that is digital onboarding. We used to think, and you can remember this, uh, Katie, uh, we used to think that in order to gain more customers, they need to go to a branch to do a lot, a lot of paperwork and signing in an endless bureaucratic process. Nowadays, this is not the case anymore. With digital onboarding, financial institutions can reach out new customers with an online enrollment process that can take no more than maybe two, three minutes maximum including biometric facial recognition to ensure security end-to-end. The usage of these new technologies allows banks to compete with the new players in the industry, competitors that I may say they are 100% digital. It's a huge shift, but is it a good idea to put all your eggs in one basket, in the digital basket? No, it's not. No, it's, it's never a good idea. Uh, my my mother will say. <laughs> we still have part of the population that prefers going to branches to open an account and manage their products, and financial institutions must take care of them. 
but we need to think about the newest generations that are more likely to compare and purchase products and services online and create digital solutions that are not just an adaptation of the old ones, but are conceived digital from the start. And let me clarify something. Since the process is so simple, everyone, and I mean Katie, everyone can open an account remotely. For example, Cuenta DNI, the wallet that Veritran created for Redlink and Banco Provincia in Buenos Aires, Argentina, achieved 1.6 million, million users in just one month. And, the most, uh, and more than 22% of those customers were over or are over 46 years old, which means not only millennials and not only GZs are using it. Really, it's really reaching all the generations. That's really interesting. Um, you also had tokenization on your wish list. Why did you Why did you put that on there? In this digital era that we are living in, security cannot be taken for granted, and the use of tokenizations is increasingly important to avoid fraud, protect user data, and even increase sales. This is because debit and credit cards continue to play a leading role, since most of the digital payments and wallets are connected to them by not exposing sensitive data during the entire purchase process, tokenization is key to maintain information safe. It also improves the UX because the user encounters fewer steps, fewer additional verification questions, and less chance of having their purchase rejected. It's all for the best. Well, while we're talking about security, can we talk about passwords? Can we talk about an end to passwords? Is that going to be on banks' wish lists as well? <laughs> If an institution is already offering solutions that are 100% digital, of course, it's just a step further. For instance, when, when was the last time you had to change a password key? Um, well, it, it has been a while. It has been a while. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. Because I'm sure it, has, it, it is difficult. At least it was for me. The number of characters and upper and lower cases, you, you, you may remember, numbers, signs, upper and lower, everything that they do is intended to make our passwords safer, in, but it's actually making them more complex to create and remember, obviously. And since we need to keep them safe, we should not write them down. Let's remember that. According to Gartner, passwords are highly vulnerable security method, and, uh, and the prediction in, two th in, in 2022 is that 60%, 60%, 60% of the large and global enterprises and 90 of the mid-sized companies will implement passwordless methods to authenticate their customers. So what's alternative? Of course, biometrics, all kinds of it, you name it. Iris, facial, voice, everything will be, will be granted. Wow, and those methods are much more secure, right, than, uh, than the old school passwords as well. Yes, because it's unique, personal and non-transferable. Also, it can be combined with other authentication factors too, like tokenization that we were talking about uh, early in, 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 this, in, this, in this podcast to make it even more secure. Jorge, do you think we should add personal, personalization to the bank's wish lists? Because I think that as the world gets more and more digital, people still want that. They still want that human touch, right? Absolutely. As we talked before, there will be always some customers that prefer going to branches but with the digital channels and data insights, we can personalize their. Uh, we we can even personalize uh, their their offering. I know this is a little more complex. Not all financial institutions can do it, 
but it should be other plans. By using data, the data that they already have, you can get to know the customer even more and offer them tailored experiences. If your client is a student, for instance, probably he will need a student loan. Uh, and when he gets retired, maybe a retirement fund management, perhaps. A big differential a, a bank can have to be able to adapt to various needs and among all their solutions should be convenient. This can be done by offering solutions through third-party platform, for instance, such as social media that allows financial institutions to meet their clients' needs at the same time because invisible. That's really, really interesting. I think that social that social channels for banking and invisible banking will be really big topics in the in the years ahead. And I'd agree banks definitely need to work to cut the friction and find ways to deliver really good service through through really good digital journeys. Jorge, thank you so much for these insights. Uh, I'm I'm sure our audience has some homework to do. Thanks very much to our listeners for this special holiday edition of Banking Remix by Veritran. This is our last episode for 2021, so I wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast this year. We're taking a short break over the holidays, and I'm really looking forward to being back in your play queue in the new year. Until then, subscribe to the series on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud if you haven't already. And on behalf of the whole team here at Veritran, happy holidays and all the best for the new year.